got Chris Goforth on our hotline with us. And Chris, of course, man of many hats and, of course, play-by-play uh, for ESPN Plus on Mox Football. Let's just start there. Uh, just your reaction to the news yesterday that um, – that um, that they're going to opt out and, and 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 shut it down as far as the spring goes. Obviously, you and I got the late word on Friday that the lineups were going to be changed, and you knew something was going on when that happened. Uh, so, just talk about your your initial thoughts, sir. Good to have you back on the air with us, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't come as a surprise to me. I, I think when you start to sit your guys down, um, you know. You're not going to do that for one game and then turn around and put them back in the next week. So, uh, you know, I was, I had a pretty good feeling, uh, you know, Friday uh, that, uh, you know, Saturday would be it. So, yeah, it's, it's not surprising. You know, one point, and Joe, Joe reminded me of this we, before the show, we were talking one point that, um, well, I'll let you say it. One thing that most fans probably don't realize that goes on especially in the spring. Right, is the as the, these athletes, these football players, they they superload their uh, academic schedule in the spring because it's usually their off time and then uh, they have a, a lighter load during the fall when it's actually during the season. In so, season, right. Yeah, so when you couple that with a football season during the springtime, it's that can be another reason why some of the players said, "You know what? <laughs> kind of full here, you know, with all these things going on, maybe we we should call it a day." Or a season. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, let's see. Who is it? Uh, it is – there is a couple of athletes at UTC. I think there's maybe one on the soccer team right now that misses practice twice a week because they're uh, a nursing major and doing clinicals. And so they're at, you know, Erlanger twice a week. And they miss practice, and that's just a part of it. I think Rusty told us about one of his guys, um, Scott, a couple of weeks ago that was having to miss practice so many times, uh, you know, missing practice once a week or something like that because of of his class. And, And you're right, Joe. I think typically in a fall semester, most guys will take somewhere between 9 to 12 hours typical and then you're right. They usually load up, you know, 15 to 18 hours plus in the spring. Uh, the other thing that I always that I, and I've come back to this several times: what is spring football about? Whether we're talking about spring practice at the college level, or if we're talking about one of these pro leagues uh, that has tried to and failed playing in the spring. What's always the one key phrase that's used in all of those? The word is development. It's a spring. What did they try to sell us on the AAF? The AF, Whatever all this stuff was a couple of years ago. Well, it's a spring developmental league. Well, the spring is when guys get the chance to play and develop, and you get a chance to find out exactly what you have. Right. And I think, you know, in terms of what Chattanooga was trying to figure out on Saturday was, what exactly did they have? Because I think we all know that group of starters is really good, especially and defensively. Their defense, all three phases—you know, defensive line, linebacker, and defensive back—they got veterans. They got dudes that are athletes. They got guys that are just good football players. 
and we know about their offensive line. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. It'd be hard for a young guy to, to break through that without an injury of some sort, and that that's kind of what Rusty wanted to have is these guys get some playing time, so they don't all hop in the transfer portal. I mean that that's part of it too, I believe. And the other part of this that you know nobody nobody considers this from the athlete side. Okay, so you know put yourself in the in the in the shoes of that you know in this case maybe 20 year old guy who was a very good high school football player you're excited because you get the chance to go play fcs football at chattanooga you show up you go through a coaching change you go through um you go through a pandemic you go through not re- you know maybe your first spring practice there if you were an early enrollee you um you may be uh you know you're like a gypsy rolling around without a home right ridgeland macaulay where else do they practice in that spring it was crazy yeah. i know that yep yep uh and then you go through uh you know a pandemic and it's just you haven't really had a a true college experience yet as a college football player. That's one. And the second thing that you have gone through is, man, you've been doing all this stuff, beating your brains out, and you don't know if you're going to get a chance to ever play at Chattanooga. These guys are getting an extra year of eligibility. So, you know, is there is there an opportunity for you here? And I think that's a lot of what Rusty was doing on Saturday. And I'm not putting words in his mouth. He can speak for himself. But it was the idea of, I need to reward these guys a little bit. I need to give these guys a little bit of an opportunity to try to see what, you know, they've been out here doing it. Now let's find out what they can do. Let's reward them for the work they have put in so that, A, we continue to build some depth, but, B, we have guys that now have got a chance to play that feel good about themselves and are happy and want to stay in Chattanooga so that at the end of this semester, there's not 20 guys entering the transfer portal to go someplace else. I have maintained all along from everybody that would listen to me, which isn't many <laughs> since this word was announced yesterday, um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I am nowhere on social media right now because that's, that's not the place for me to be. But I have, I have maintained since yesterday, since this word was announced, this isn't about the 2021 fall season. Okay. Because here's the deal. And all these people saying, oh, I'm not coming back. I'm not buying tickets again. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. They'll be there. I, uh, half the people on Facebook bitching about this ain't been at Finley Stadium since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that, man. Here's, here's part of this. This wasn't about 2021 because this football team is going to be ranked in the top ten, and they should be the Southern Conference favorites for the fall. And for anybody that thinks that, you know, they're, you know, I, I, you know, that this team, you know, oh, they're, they quit, they're this, they're that, that, that you, you don't know what you're talking about. But well, this wasn't about 2021. This was about 22, 23, and 24. This was about doing what is best for the football program over the long term. And that's the reason why I think that it is the best move. 
could Rusty have put a limb Ford out there this this spring and had a limb Ford run rough shot over these guys and Chattanooga go undefeated and get into the playoffs? They sure could. And he could have turned around in the fall and he could have done the exact same thing. But that wasn't and isn't the best move to make for the long-term future and health of the football program at UTC. And all these people that complain about what happened on Saturday and then the announcement on Monday are the same people that complain about, well, UTC doesn't recruit local kids. Okay, that's a bunch of crap. Well, that's, yeah, that's been done a long time roster. ago. Look at the roster. And secondly, well, UTC's not been any good in football. So look, UTC's had really one bad year in the last decade. No, so they... none of this, you know, this is a this is a good football program at the FCS level that right now is set up to have success for the next couple of years. And there is no reason to ruin that or to throw that out over some harebrained playing in the spring kind of idea. That's my opinion on it. I like it. <laughs> well, I tell you, to not have social media, you know a lot about social media. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. I didn't say I didn't have it, Joe. I just said I had yeah. just about, uh, not on it. about 9, 10 o'clock last night. I decided, you know what, I, I just need to, you know, I just need to. I need to go watch take a break. Them. Yeah, take a break. And you're exactly yeah, I right. Need, I need to head over to YouTube and you know watch something else for a while. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> this isn't healthy. No, it's for the most part it's not healthy. But yeah, when you mentioned you, know, you want to, spe- Rusty wanted to find out what these kids had. Give him an opportunity to find out what he has, and I think we did. I know we. When we were talking with Rusty yesterday, uh, Quake, you mentioned a number of players, but the one that stood out to me was the running back, Lance Jackson, Jackson. I believe. Yeah. Uh, his numbers really popped, uh, as far as I'm concerned. is like, wow, that seems like a guy. And it seems seems like a guy that could step in uh, as soon as Ford's out of here. And we don't we don't want to scoop Ford out anytime soon. But, no. you know, it seems like a guy that can uh, not only compliment him, but, you know, be the guy. Yeah, I mean, I was, well, look, he's going to be able to share the load. I mean, the way that offense is set is, you know, they use two to three running backs quite a bit um, in terms of rotating guys in there. And it has been, uh, you know, Appleberry, Terrell Price, and then in the fall you're going to add a Lim Ford to that mix and Jackson to that mix. So, And, uh, you know, when TP slides on out and graduates, you've still got, Appleberry, Jackson, and a limb for a little while longer. I think Appleberry is your third down guy just based on the way he's built and kind of how he plays. And I think what we saw from from Jackson was enough of that burst of both speed and power that, you know, he can can be the guy that rotates in there with with a limb forward. In the future, like you're saying, 22, yeah. 23, yeah. down the road, those two yeah. guys are going to be just really, really tough to stop. Um, so, that that I mean, that that's fun. Let's switch gears a little bit because I, I was telling Joe, what's the deal with the South Pittsburgh hire for football, high school football? Because it almost seems like there's this calm. I haven't heard anything in, in quite a while. What do you What do you know about that? Well, you... You need to get on. Uh, you need to get on social media, Clay. <laughs> I need to. I need to be more friends with South Pittsburgh people. I think. I guess. Uh, you know, I, I 
I don't know. I mean, there's uh, from what I understand, um, you know, Chris Jones is a guy you guys probably know. Oh yeah, Quake. I think he's. Uh, We've had him on a number uh, Chris, of times. Yeah, Chris probably a, a year, a couple of years older than you, maybe a year or two, um, but he's had a long career, uh, most notably coaching professionally in Canada. And, uh, you know, won a couple of gray cups as an assistant, won a couple of, uh, at least one anyway, as a head coach and took a job with, uh, the Cleveland Browns when Freddie Kitchens was there. And then when that staff was, uh, you know, was kind of blown out, uh, Chris came home to South Pittsburgh and I, you know, has bought a house there and, uh, wants to be back and be involved and be in the community again. And uh, I think he's ready to, you know, he's a guy because of his professional career, I think he's had to miss a lot of things. I mean, I think he's missed his, you know, he's, he's missed a lot of things with his kids. Sure. And, and I think he's got a daughter now that maybe she's a junior or a senior. And I really think he's ready to come home and lay down some roots now and stop, you know, moving and, and all this stuff. And so, um, he has thrown his hat into the ring to be a uh, you know to be the head football coach at South Pittsburgh. I would think right now, based on what I am seeing and hearing, that you know he would probably be the front runner uh, to be able to get that job. I think they had a lot of people apply. Um, I don't think they have interviewed very many. The job closing just ended on Friday, and I would expect. Um, They go on spring break just like Hamilton County Schools. Their spring break is next week. So um, if you don't get an an announcement at South Pittsburgh this week on the new head coach, there will be one as soon as they come back from spring break, I would imagine. I would think that um, they're not going to let this thing go on too much longer. But don't you think it's between Brad Wagginger, who was assistant uh, on the staff under Vic, and and, uh, Jones? Yeah, and Brad was the head coach at uh, Brad played at Georgia Tech, and then was the head coach at Trousdale County for a little while. Right. So he is somebody that is well aware of. I mean, I, there's there's a lot of parallels you can draw between South Pittsburgh and Trousdale County in the communities and and the the passion that both communities have for uh, for high school football and and just the the community pride that they that that goes into it, not just around the school and the football program, but the community as a whole. So I think there's a lot of, uh, and I, look, I think Brad would be a Brad would be a great hire if that's the direction that they, you know, choose to go. Um, I think it helps that he's there, that he's in the school. He's been the guy that has been doing the summer or winter workouts with these guys. So he's in the weight room, you know, every morning at six o'clock with these guys while they start working out. So um, he seems to be very, very well liked by the players. So, uh, you know, again, I, as I have told people, and I know there's some people over there that are just doing a lot of hand-wringing and, and worrying about what's going to happen, but, look, that's a good job. Uh, you're going to win there. You'll have success there. And they will end up with a with, – at whatever direction they go, they're going to end up with a pretty good football coach re- regardless. I mean, Chris has got a, an impressive resume at a different level. Uh, you know, I think that's the one question about him is how does, you know, how does coaching in Canada, coaching professionals, how does that translate down to working with with high school kids? Because it's a little different. You know, it's the reason why, and I I know you guys will you guys will hate this, but the reason why 
I've said for years, John Gruden will never be a college football coach, not at Tennessee or any place else. Come on, John man. Gruden is not gonna go <laughs> John Gruden's not gonna go around the country chasing seventeen year olds to get them to come play for him. So you're That's saying not what he does. Yeah, so you're saying there's a chance for him at South Pittsburgh. That's what you're really getting at. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that either. But it's sort of the same thing. I don't think Gruden could handle the college game. And I think that's one of the questions you have to have about Chris. You're going from coaching pros, guys that are cashing checks and getting paid, to coaching at the at the high school level, where it's different. Where you know it's it, you know, you got some kids that are out there playing just because they want to be a part of it, not because they have aspirations of of the next contract or whatever. Right. It's just a different mindset, and so that's going to have to be, you know, how does he deal and how does he handle with that? Now, from what I gather, he's great with kids, so maybe it works out well for them. They're going to get a good coach regardless of what direction they go. I don't think either one's a bad candidate at all, man. Chris, always appreciate you bringing the heat, brother. That was really good and uh, informative. So keep it up, and, of course, we'll ch- we'll te- check back with you here in a couple weeks. And I just sent you a up. Facebook post, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I won't see it. I won't, I'll, I'll, I'll see it maybe Monday or Tuesday. How about that, Joe? Okay. That's a deal. Chris, go for it. Thank you, man. Thanks, Chris. Stay safe. We appreciate the time.